this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We're back. We're back. Oh my gosh. How does it feel? It feels good. I just ate a blueberry, so I'm trying to get blueberry out of my teeth. Okay. You know, well, like I like bet that'll sound blueberry. beautiful. And it's like, ooh, ooh. Ooh, no, this t- just turned into. I was going to say, A-word, the A as someone who hates ASMR, mm. you, I feel like you do it most I'm sorry, guys. Cut this out podcast. of the video. <laughs> no, cut it's, it's going to be the first thing people hear. No, not of 2020. Uh, it's 2020. 2020 was supposed to be our decade. The year of Matt Steele's ASMR. I'm debut. never listening to this podcast. Well, <laughs> you know what? Actually, like when you upload the podcast, I actually like just listen to the whole. I thing. do too. They're fun. They're fun. They're fucking fun. And it's so annoying because sometimes you upload them like super late at night, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed, and then you upload it, and I'm like, mm, but I want to listen. Girl, <laughs> you can wait till the next day to listen. You lived it. Sometimes I can't. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, if you didn't hear on a previous podcast, we are transitioning into being a bit more podcast focused. So if you're a patron, you're gonna be getting your bonus episodes in a secret podcast feed. So get ready for that. Love it's all. That. It's coming, um, but we did actually get another fifteen dollar patron, and he wants a video about ooh, what's her name? Uh, Haley Kiyoko, I think. No, oh, ha- Haley uh, Kilgore. No, she was on American Who's Haley Idol. Kilgore? She was on American. Oh, American Idol. Idol. She came in second place, yes. season ten. That was the season I I didn't watch. Oh, didn't watch well, Haley something. Apparently, she, she has, has like a, three albums. She has an interesting voice. I I always liked her voice. Well, I've yeah. never heard any of her original music. So right, well, we're about to hear it. We're gonna have a deep dive, people. Get ready. So if you're a fan of this Haley girl whose last name we can't remember. I- <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to go to patreon.com slash 2 mats for more info. I know she does a lot of postmodern jukebox. Mm. She does that. I hate that. Uh, <laughs> I really do. It's so annoying. Don't you think it's annoying? The like, I heard one, I think it was Billie Eilish's bad guy, and it was like, turn this off. It's like, turn this off. I mean, it's, some things are just not for me. And I don't think postmodern jukebox is for me. It's really not. It's not your brand. It's not. And I think that's okay. We all have different things. It's like you and um, Glee. It's like people are like, I bet he loves Glee. I bet he loves Glee. (laughs) No, no. This is gross. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt Steele. And audience, welcome back, I listeners. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were just talking to me for a second. I mean, I was a little bit. So excited. It's so I mean, we're back. It's after 2020. Two weeks apart from one another. Yeah. I, I miss this seat so much. I ever so much. <laughs> sitting ne- like next. We're kind of far away from each other. I know we so. are. Hold on, let me scooch. Oh, 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 oh it's noisy. It's noisy. It's <laughs> 2020. We're causing a ruckus. Uh, we are. Yeah. Well, Matt Steele, how was your holiday break? My holiday break was lovely. It was gone for two weeks in New Jersey. Yes. Um, went to New York for a day. It was yeah. great. I love- oh, did you Philly. see the shows? Uh, I didn't see any shows, oh, no. Um, but bad. I spent a nice day in New York, saw a bunch of my friends, saw a bunch of my friends in New Jersey, had a great time. My friends are, you know, they're all starting to have babies now, so it was, it was babies, babies, babies. I was sick, though, the day I was hanging out with all my high school friends, so like mm. I was like, don't give your baby to me unless you want them to get sick. Wow. Um, so I, I, it wasn't like a contagious sick, it was more yeah. like an allergy sick, but mm. still I was like, perceived. Yeah, emotion. exactly. Yes, exactly. Don't be dishonest. Yes, um, how was your break? What'd you do? My break was good. I ate a lot, so mm-hmm. now we're, you know, because I feel like the 
that's what you do when you go home for the holidays. Oh it's my like, god, my house is nothing but carbs same. and Italian food, and it's just there. Uh, you just feel so fat. The I know, time. and it's Christmas, so I you're know. eating horrible junk. Yes, it's so terrible, but so great. I know. But that's why coming back here is always good because it's like okay. I don't have things like that in the home. You know, if I get a snack, it's going to be gone that day. Yes. And so I have no snacks here that aren't like protein based. <laughs> um, but yes, I literally at home, We my mom made a red velvet cake for the mm-hmm. first time. She had one version with the frosting and she didn't like the frosting because she thought it was too sweet. And then one version without. So there was a there was a whole version of cake yes. that like you had to eat yourself. Yes, it was like the trial. That's the thing, and I was just trying to help. Really, of if course. you think about it, I was just being a good son. Yeah, and helping the process. And yes, that's exactly what happened. And I swear, my meals were frosted flakes. Um, a huge Thanksgiving slash Christmas plate, which was mostly stuffing slash dressing. Yeah, great. And then um, just red velvet, what red velvet cake every night. I mean, that's a great time. I, I mean, it was wonderful. I actually weighed myself at the beginning of break, and at the end, and I gained four pounds. Nice. <laughs> four is actually not bad. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it was okay. I'm, I'm sure I've lost it since then because all I've eaten are like blueberries. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> it's healthy. like I, I came home and I was just like, I'm gonna buy as much fruit as I can. Totally. Um. Yeah. And but no, it was a lovely break. Um. Very very. Restful, mm. a lot, a lot of cats. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> cats has been seen by both me and Mr. Matthew Palmer, and we're we're gonna talk about it in the two game match regular we are. YouTube channel. But like, just so we're all clear, a I've never been more right about anything. <laughs> I literally the from the first trailer, and I mean, it wasn't just me; it was the general public. We're all like, "This is fucking awful," and it's going to fucking bomb. But also. I've never been more right about anything because ah! it was a moment. You said it was going to be successful. It was successful in its own way. Uh, not monetarily. I mean, it is. it was the most talked about thing ever. I don't remember a movie that was this critically unacclaimed in more years. People, there was more cats on my all my timelines on all my social medias than Star Wars. Well, did look at the numbers, sweetie. Oh, the numbers, whatever. <laughs> but all I'm saying is in my bubbles... It's been cats, 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 and it's all been hilarious. I must tell you, like, and we'll, of course, get into this more in depth in the video. I've never been more viscerally upset by (laughs) a piece of art. I mean, art is strong. A garbage. I've never been more viscerally enthralled and riveted. truly disgusting. Like, you can ask my boyfriend. It ruined my evening. I was mad for the rest (laughs) of the night. It truly disgusts me. And when you talk about it, you're like, oh, these minor things were so bad, were so bad. And I'm like, the fact that you're just accepting that the show that is on screen is, like, vaguely okay is beyond the pale. Because cats... That's something that I really um, don't understand because Cats has been such an integral part of my life and it's just always been in the ether of my life. So I'm not weirded out by it. I'm not confused by it. I just know it for what it is. So the fact that other people don't know what it is is something that I'm still grappling with. Yes. And this is my first experience of Cats at all. Yeah. Horrifying. It's it's in your life now. How do you feel? It. (laughs) <laughs> How do you feel? It's 2020 decade. It was an awful beginning of the decade. <laughs> and I. Yeah, he just uh, saw it uh, two days ago. So yes, he, and he I, put it off. I, I still, even when we talk, like I'm tr- trying not to talk about it 
off mic ever because it's like the quicker and the le- the less I have to talk about it, the better. And I know we have to talk about it here. I know we have to talk about it on YouTube. But hopefully after tonight, I will never say the word cats yeah. in reference to the musical <laughs> or movie again. We're recording the actual video tonight. My friend yes. Lauren is coming. She's a cats aficionado. She is a cats stan hardcore. Yeah, because we needed some positivity because we're about she to get a lot. Here, and she, she will give you a lot of in-depth analysis of the things she liked about the movie, the things she didn't like about the movie. She liked some things about the movie. Oh, yes. Jesus. And as did I. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> well, in happier news of things that happened over break, which this was fun to listen back to on the podcast because we were like, I mean, hopefully by now, All Over Christmas is You will be oh. number one. Guys, I mean... I, there are many things I love in life. <laughs> there are many things I have been loyal to in my life, but none come before Mariah Carey. And the fact that she promoted All I Want for Christmas is You as if it was a brand new single, like that new video for All I Want for Christmas is You is a masterstroke. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Brilliant, beautiful. Get Joseph Kahn in. It's like that Gaga gif of like talented, amazing, never been done before. <laughs> it's truly. Like, you better fucking work. Uh, you can tell they, they were in post for that longer than they were in post for cats. <laughs> Absolutely, they were. And I, I think it has more YouTube views than any other music video Mariah Carey released this entire decade, besides maybe hashtag beautiful. Wow. And it's just like, that is from like two weeks of people looking at it, like wow. two weeks of these. Tr- it's, it's, and it's, I just am so proud that they went with Joseph Kahn and it's so slick and sleek. You know, I love music videos that look like commercials. It's, yes, and it is a target expensive, commercial. like that ending where she's in the dress and all the people are dancing on her. And it's like, you know what? Good for Brian Tanaka for sleeping his way to the top because <laughs> his choreography is brilliant. Mm-hmm. The, the, all of the like um, nutcrackers all around her. Just, it's, and I love the little girl from Mixed Dish. I love Rock and Rose involvement. It's family friendly. Yet still sexy. I love how she still finds a way to incorporate a shot where she's laying on the floor. I and know. Her hair, <laughs> there will never not be a music video of no. Mariah Carey where hey. she's not laying on the floor. Like she knows she, what she wants. She Literally. loves that shot. Oh. God, it was great. <laughs> and then, of course, when it went to number one, like two weeks before Christmas, it just was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. It was yes. right around the time my big day job work thing was wrapping up. And I just was like, is my life ever going to feel better than this moment? <laughs> like, I'm so I'm truly so happy. And mm-hmm. then, of course, when it is the first number one in the new decade, making Mariah Carey the only artist in history to have a number one in four consecutive separate decades, a queen. And like, don't tell me like, oh, well, Cher had them on different charts. It's like, well, if it's not the Billboard Hot 100 chart, it's not a chart we recognize. If you got a number one on a dance club play chart, that just means you're old in a woman. And I, you know, and were popular at some point and this someone Mariah's gotten those like through the rain I feel like went number one on that chart was it a hit absolutely not so (laughs) I mean Matt Palmer's just being truthful guys I'm just being honest um I've never been happy this was that was the Christmas gift that kept on I am so happy for you thank you congratulations it really feels like my heart just exploded into a million pieces (sighs) there was so much craziness great like great things happening I throughout know. this break and I I'm so sorry that we weren't here to go through all of it I know I know but um, I also love that when it went number one and it was like on the national news I was talking to my mom and she was like I thought you guys were just blabbing about this I didn't know this would be a national news story the fact that Mariah Carey went number one and I was like yeah, in four is. decades it's never been done before. 19 one 19. fewer than the Beatles wow 
Get ready. We got to get that Ariana Grande collabo. If she did a collab with Ariana Grande, it would go number one. The fact that Mariah Carey over this break acknowledged Ariana Grande and Tommy Mottola on his Instagram. It's beautiful. It's just like she's in a whole new place. Like she is. She has no bitterness inside her. She's just like, I'm the fucking queen. Because she is. And like, I just also love the reverence that Ariana has for her. If you saw their tweet exchange, it was just like. One of her fans was like, oh, my God, nine-year-old Ariana is freaking out right now. And Ariana was like, 26-year-old Ariana is freaking oh, out Oh, that's well. really It cute. was very sweet and cute. And, like, the beginning of her career was hard for Mariah because everyone called her the young Mariah, which, of course, no one would like. But I th- I love that it's been refocused. We're not angry at this young girl because she honestly found her own lane. Isn't yeah. really doing Mariah rip-offs anymore anyways. And that was more of a label. It's much like JLo. It's more of a label issue than it was yes. the actual and more of like, oh, these girls should be fighting than, like, they are. Or, like, we're going to use the, like, new Mariah angle to promote this new artist which is like hello of I'm course, still, yeah. first of all I'm still young yeah of, <laughs> yes and I'm Ryan Carey and one day I will have number ones in four consecutive decades oh god yeah. do uh, guys get in the studio do yes it. you don't do need to it. be there together like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I do I'm want a- them together just like a one selfie would be lovely for me sure of course I mean oh well, I mean, I uh, we have manifested many things about Mariah's life and I guess Kat's <laughs> last year. So now we're manifesting a Mariah-Ariana collabo and I think it could happen. Yeah, this, that's going to be our 2020 uh, manifestation. Yes, our 2020 experience. R.I.P. Justin Timberlake. No. <laughs> um, speaking of Justin's, oh, what a transition. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting so I'm proud of this. myself. Like, we're like a Casey Kasem. I we're, usually we're like, just like completely skip a transition because like who gives a fuck anyways. Yeah. But this was one. It was there for us. Uh, Justin Bieber. Selena Gomez's ex. Yes. And um, sorry, artist and um, purpose releaser has released a new video for, and a new purpose song. Purpose releaser. <laughs> that was his album, right? Purpose? Yeah, purpose. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is a music video for a song called Yummy. And I know if anyone's like me out there, we were all hoping for a Gwen Stefani cover because what? I a mean, classic. Piece if he of just music. did a, Gwen's, a cover of Gwen Stefani, I would die. That would be so funny. But I mean, also, it would have gotten the attention it deserved because what a song. What It's a great song. Oh, a fantastic I'm feeling song. yummy head to toe. Mm, that was. All right. <laughs> Let me get my itinerary. Why was that not the I, single instead of Wind It Up? Which, I mean, we love I it. I love Wind It Up. Wind It Up is great, but like, did the general public love Wind It Up? Fuck the general public. <laughs> the general public didn't like cats. The general public has I no mean, idea what's going on. I, they don't understand their show too. But hey, they're the ones buying the things and they're all going towards Halsey. So we got to see what they like. Okay. So Justin Bieber put out a new song entitled Yummy. And this, when it was like, oh, Justin Bieber's releasing something on like Christmas or New Year's Eve or whenever the fuck he was dropping his trailer, it would be it was a trailer for this new song, his new tour, and also a new documentary, which I think is a YouTube series. Um, and he's very much like, this is the most personal music of my life. And like, this is my said life. every artist ever. I know. And also, <laughs> if you've watched that trailer, like, I swear I've never heard Justin Bieber talk without using a black accent. And it's shocking. I was like, that's what you're speaking to sounds like? <laughs> I have never heard that person talk in my life. Oh my and it's God. just like, even though musically he's still very much in like a Chris Brown, but lighter toned. Yeah. Uh, when he's speaking, it's just like, oh my God, are we doing Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods? Like who is, ta- I've literally <laughs> never heard him talk like that. It was so strange. But he released his video for Yummy, his new song, Yummy. I instructed Matt Steele to listen to it and watch it before the podcast because of course he hadn't because he doesn't care. No, yeah. <laughs> but um, how did you feel about it? I had no negative feelings about it. <laughs> okay. 
I like I, I there was nothing bad about right. it. Right. It I is was like sure. It's definitely Dude, a song jello. and video that just happens. And like I mean the things I have large feelings about are like his hair's pink. That's cool. Cool. Like the pink and the pink of the hoodie. Yes, they match. He yeah. had a pink drink in a moment. Uh the, and the title is in pink letters. Sure. Yeah. Um and pink. also Violin players. There was yeah, violin players. There's one other thing that I cared about in it. Hmm. Oh, there's a weird shot where his chin looks really long. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. There's some sort of weird um, CGI on his face, and like it's there's a whole Buzzfeed CGI on his face. Yeah, hold on, let me show you. Why did this video need CGI? See that? See that chin? Oh, I definitely remember. Right. That. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm wondering, is this like a cat's moment? Did we just oversee it? Are we gonna get a new cut soon? But <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Um, version 1.0. It 2. could 2. be. The fix is coming. Judy Dench's wedding ring. Wedding ring is also in Yummy. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. That's the surprise. But apparently that was meant to happen, uh, and that was like supposed to be. Um, no, I got that was meant to happen. I, I, I remember seeing it. it and being like, oh, that's something. That's something. Yeah, that's something. I just, I can't believe he's coming back with a song so milk toast After Purpose, which I didn't love the album, if I'm going to be honest, but I thought the singles were absolutely excellent. Oh, great album. Sorry, so. What Do You Mean? Like, these are very you good. loved What Do You Mean? When, when it came out, you were just like, this is a hit. It and was, was like, yeah, such a nice. hit. And you were like, no, no. What do you mean? I mean, <laughs> and I do feel like it definitely got overshadowed by Sorry, but I feel like that really kicked off his era so wonderfully. Yeah. And so I had high expectations for the song and to be so there and so I, it just sounds like what I assume Chris Brown's music sounds like because I haven't listened to it in 10 years, of course. Mm-hmm. But I assume it's like this, just like vaguely sexual, light R&B, leaning into pop, repetitive. And it's like how this is the first single off of your album, which you're calling the like deepest of your career and like meaningful. And I don't know. It just it didn't hit me one way or another. And I think that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there might be something else in I this hope so. album that's a little more personal. But if you were Probably Justin Bieber coming back from, like, all these years away, yeah. wouldn't you try to come a little bit harder? I mean, yeah, time? but uh, I don't know what he... I don't. Maybe there's a plan. I, I like to think there's a plan. There's a plan. All right, well, hopefully there's a plan. It's he good to be optimistic, and we're rooting for him. Well, yeah. kind of. <laughs> I'm rooting for good music, and yes. I think he could be... We want good music from everyone. Exactly. Um, so I don't know if you saw this, but... Um, Blue Ivy and her mother, Beyonce, <laughs> went to um, Megan the Stallion's birthday party, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and some white journalists uh, online uh, decided to make comments that were inappropriate about a child. What? Saying, um, in a now deleted tweet, and I think this is a, uh, ha- wait, there's a Vanity Fair critic Kay Austin Collins and a web editor for Harper's Bazaar named Violet Lucka and they banded together to make fun of Blue Ivy in these pictures and the now deleted tweet Collins wrote I have a feeling the Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy and I feel so sorry for her Um, Lucka responded they haven't already or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16 a la Kylie Jenner and we'll all have to pretend she always looked that way I can't allow myself to feel too sorry for the incredibly rich and it's like how old Jesus. is Blue Ivy? She is. She's born in 2011. So I think. she's like eight. eight. She's gonna be eight. Guys, like tomorrow. 
January 7th. Why do you know Blue Ivy? Because I remember it's the same day as my friend Joanna. I think it's January 7th. I love that you know that. I mean, happy birthday, Blue Ivy. Happy birthday, Blue Ivy. I I miss you since I've seen you at the the noodle place. (laughs) That's true. You two are close friends. Yes. Um, That's insane. It's that's horrible. It's horrible. Especially because like there's nothing. It's not like these pictures were trying to make like Blue Ivy look glamorous. Like it's just like a regular picture. Oh, a little girl. There's a photo booth at this lady's birthday party I went to, and I'm here with my mom, and we're smiling and celebrating her birthday. Having fun and you're just gonna talk trash about this like thing. this little black girl this who's just girl, trying to like, live her life like what the fuck is wrong with people like I get that it's holiday break and so you get bored and just start tweeting dumb shit but like mm-hmm. sweeties that could have been left in your drafts so, like yes. you could have written that in a journal and been like huh that's too mean to talk about a child in this way that and it's like I don't know it's just disgusting yeah I, and it's just like what 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 purpose does it serve right like you're not getting anything out of like making fun of Blue Ivy's looks and right. she's like a cute little girl exactly like, she's adorable also, it's like, who the fuck cares if she wasn't? I feel like people yeah. have been making these Jay-Z face jokes about, oh, ooh, no. girl, knocking things. Oh, what was that? Oh, it was your phone. Um, people have been making these Blue Ivy face jokes, like Jay-Z face jokes about Blue Ivy forever. And it's like, can we not, like, attack a child who just was born and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, she didn't ask to be here. She's not really a celebrity, even though she is an award-winning songwriter. <laughs> she's not a celebrity. Just, she's not putting herself out there. She doesn't have an Instagram. And also, like, she's a child. She's a like, child. Let her do and what she wants. she's a cute wants. child. She's adorable. She's, oh, my God, at the noodle place, she had, oh, her hair was in these cute little, like, thing. it was so I love cute. It. I she's love so it. cute. And I she's, know. And she's a fucking queen. I mean, hello. She's I mean, incredible. Of course, we're all jealous of Blue Eyed life because like she's living in the lap of luxury she has amazing parents but like let's not do that like I mean every young person especially a young black girl is going to have issues with their physical appearance at some point why would we hop on top of that and like make that a part of their narrative before they even reach double digits it's like so gross so one of them I do think vehemently apologized and one of them like half apologized and like wanted to like skirt it under the rug so mm-hmm. People, let's be better in 2020 and not attack children, which is such a low bar. (laughs) It's so sad because I feel like now there's just such... Um, people are just capitalizing so much on just like, well, I can't be famous in some sort of way, so I'm just going to be like sassy on Twitter. And I'm going to be... And say something controversial. Yeah, and and it's just like, uh, this is... Not awful like do something productive right right I'm sure if you guys got to those high power positions at those uh, magazines that you have talent so like focus on your talent and less on mocking yeah children um Adele and Harry Styles were spotted on vacation together in Anguilla so I the fans are assuming that that this just means they're working together which I would be very excited about because if you saw our Harry Styles review on uh, our main channel we both love the album oh it's a great album and I've been great listening album. to it more and more and it's still it's really hitting me besides that one track that I will forever oh, love that track <laughs> what is it treat people with kindness yeah fucking to kill quote, me to, uh, we're gonna go back to Blue Ivy the people who were assholes about Blue <laughs> right. Ivy you need to listen to Harry Styles you album. Do, I mean that should be their punishment <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no not the album but that song yeah, that's um, mean I it's not, well, I'm not making fun of his looks. It's a great song. Which you have done. No, it was just that one picture. I was just like, why'd they pick this picture? I thought it looked great. Uh, you know, I love a light mustache. No, no. <laughs> not for no, you. Not a light mustache person. So if they are working on music together, I welcome it. I feel like we've all been on Adele watch for so long. It was like, oh, she's going to drop by the end of the year. She's going to drop by the end of the year. And it didn't happen. And it's like, oh. Is it going to be earlier this year? She usually is a Q4 artist, you know, got to get those Christmas sales, but maybe the album's almost ready and she's just putting finishing touches. I don't know, but I'm waiting with bated breath. I also wouldn't mind if they were dating. <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be a cute little couple. Yeah. I feel like 
someone was kind of explaining in the comments or somewhere that how Harry was problematic, but I already forgot how he was. (laughs) I think because Um, he is truly just a straight guy and using this sexual ambiguity as like a marketing tactic was their point. And I'm like, ah. I don't know. I feel like artists do it. Yeah. And if he's going to be a straight man showing his femininity, I think that's probably doing more good than harm. Yeah. You know, because it's not like he's no shade to Nick Jonas because I was a gay who clicks. But like, it's not like he's Nick Jonas on the cover of every gay publication just with his shirt off being like, I'm mask and you want to have sex with me. But which is an incorrect, which is not incorrect. (laughs) Like He did what he needed. Right. (laughs) But it's like I'm embracing my feminine side and my feelings and wearing dresses and we shouldn't be judging each other. He's like making an artistic statement. Yeah. And it's it's like, sure. And it's I feel like that would be pushing the needle forward for little, uh, you know, straight boys out there to be like, oh, if you want to be a little feminine, having a feminine side is not a bad thing. And uh, I feel like that is a positive change. too. And he's and if he is working with a Adele and or maybe dating Adele he's mm. maybe inspiring Adele to make great music which um, works in benefit exactly for the gays, for so the like, gays. <laughs> like he's doing this for the gays he is uh, every guy who dates Adele is doing it for the gays maybe, I mean yes like you're it's pandering like, to the gays you've got to date her and then break her heart and break her heart because so, so we'll, we'll all be like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean God. we'll like hate you afterwards but of like, course. we'll be like oh but thank you <laughs> right I mean we um, will. maybe Adele is going to release her album when Rihanna releases hers I know so that was never like, <laughs> I can't believe Rihanna it's did that. It's so funny. It's the fact that she posted on Instagram was there was like a video of like I think a dog rocking out to some music and mm-hmm. she was like this is me listening to R9 and refusing to release ah. it. <laughs> Her stance must be pissed. Oh my. Rihanna it's is so like, funny. She's hilarious. Like also like I did not see the icon status coming from Rihanna when you when she first came out with Pondy Replay I was like oh she's like a Nina Sky ripoff like this girl's gonna be here and gone and now it's like she has a fucking 300 page picture book that I'm considering buying wow (laughs) just because like how gorgeous how iconic like she is she's such an it girl I don't know it's just like she's she is fashion she is music her vocals have gotten so much better I just you know I can't help but to stand she's cool she's 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 funny I think she's the coolest pop star oh yeah above and beyond yeah absolutely I would say um so okay I found this to be a little weird this is a little off the beaten path for us but I just wanted to to discuss see how you feel about it so busy Phillips her uh, e talk show got canceled like in May or something so a Mm -hmm. long time ago but she I guess at the end of 2019 before going into a new year made a whole Instagram post about it which included a lot of uh, selfies of her crying when she found the news out that her show had been canceled Oh, Um, and so there are crying selfies there's also texts with the then head of the network in which she's like they're like talking about how they're excited to market the show to market the show and then uh, she reads that it's been canceled or hears it's been canceled and she writes to her the head of E cool last text to me and she's like and then the guy's like oh I know you're out of town I'm available to talk whenever you'd like and uh, she wrote back, nah, dude, you're bad at your job. Do better. And I'm like, oof, not only did you text that, but you shared you it. shared it. That That's is. The thing. It's just like, sure, maybe text it, but like, don't share it. Don't share it. And then lastly, she shares a letter that her daughter, who by the handwriting must be, I don't know, Max fifth grade, mm-hmm. uh, writing to E that says like, you are the worst TV network ever. Well, uh, I got, um, you got rid of my mom's show. Too mad. A lot of. People lose their jobs. You suck. Blah, blah, blah. It just... And also, she's going to be successful, and she will shove it up your ass. And I'm Wait, like... Uh, th- she wrote that? The daughter wrote She that wrote and shove it up your ass. And sent it to E, yes. 
So, okay, obviously not judging the daughter. She can feel however she wants. I get you want to stick up for your mom. But this all feels like a little inappropriate. Like It's, it's beyond inappropriate. It's just like... Uh, and it is beyond inappropriate that... Sorry, I'm yelling at the daughter. It is it is inappropriate for you to write that yeah, daughter and Sorry. to use that language. And for yeah, her, not to I school mean, children on two game mats, but like it's inappropriate. And if your mom told you to do it, then your mom was wrong. And that's what it reeks with. It reeks with Busy Phillips telling her daughter like you should write this to E. That'll show. And because it's not even like oh she's mailed this letter, but it's also like I'm sharing it on my Instagram. I don't know. It just is like, do we want? It's gross. I wouldn't want to pull my child into my work. She's drama. dragging her daughter into this. She's making her own daughter who is a child yes. look bad, and that is wrong. Yes, and she's also just making herself look ba- like bad. Like sorry, like Busy Phillips. Like I'm sure you worked very hard on the right. show. I'm I have not not seen the show, but it might have been very good. Right. I don't know, but like you are not entitled exactly. to That's, this show. It reeks of entitlement. Like so many shows get canceled every yes. single year. It is and a it, part of the deal, yes. girl. And like, every, it, it sucks, and people's jobs are lost, and it is always uh, you know devastating. But like. You should be able to handle this in a private group chat with your friends and not not your yes. former boss even just like friends like oh my god I'm so fucking pissed I yes. should have done this this is his I last text him. to me he sucks. yes but like I this feels like burning bridges it feels inappropriate and I feel like she I I like her personality she was on Cougar Town which you know I loved <laughs> um, and I I have watched some of her Instagram stories and she's very winning in those but this. Feels like over a line. Like oh, I, it's, it's I, beyond over line. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised that I did not hear about this. It's that's the I'm thing is, no, I now, just saw I'm it. Kind of appalled by it. It is. It's appalling, right? Yeah. Just because, like, no one's entitled to success. No, this is a very fickle industry. That is the risk you take yes. when you sign up for this. Yes, as like you know, an actor performer, I'm. I, no one loves rejection, but no. it's something that happens. And sure, like there are times where I'm just like, oh, I deserve something. I deserve something. Right. I deserve something. But at the end, at the end of the day, I'm just like, no, I'm not entitled to anything. Yes. Like, you're not this te- is the risk I took. Yes, and you're not texting casting directors that like went another way. Like, great job not picking me. It's yeah, just no, like, I talk shit about that with my friends. <laughs> exactly, like, like a normal person. Yes, would do. exactly. But no, right. no, 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 no. That would, no. Okay, great. I'm glad that you were as upset as I was. Well, especially like, now, you're not going to get shit after this. No, you've definitely burned that e-bridge you, forever. You burned all bridges because no network is going to want to like hire you after right, this. Right. Like, what are you doing, girl? I don't know. It's odd. Um, oop, sorry, our music's coming in. <laughs> um, so one last piece of news in the musical realm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the f- there might be a new film adaptation of a musical that we both love entitled fun home i'm very excited i'm very excited i'm cautiously optimistic uh taylor swift ex-boyfriend jake gyllenhaal mm-hmm. who did not show up to her birthday party in like 2012 probably yeah uh is i think it's his production company that would be creating this adaptation mm-hmm. and he would want to star and play the dad mm-hmm. uh the secretly gay dad which is like are we, you know straight guys playing gay yes, it's yes, a little yes. iffy but yeah. like hopefully allison will be yes will yes. be a lesbian yeah uh the actress um but I'm still so excited because what a fantastic show. One of the few shows that we saw together. We have seen it together. Yes. Yeah. And it's just a show that I always go back to. And I feel like, um, I don't know, a bar for like musicals that should be adapted into movies are like, 
are the people humans? <laughs> and so they are all humans. <laughs> so I think Look, that... Starlight Express is coming, bitch. What is that? Is that it's, about it's dogs? Everyone, it's, it's like cats, but instead of people playing cats, everyone plays trains. Oh, God. Is that really coming? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not yet, darling. Like, let's just stick with people <laughs> for the first rounds, for the, the initial moments. It's, it's so. like uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. It, it, was in, it was very successful in London. It was after Cats. Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, brought it to and London, obviously. And every and everyone in London loved it. And then Andrew Lloyd Webber tried to bring that to Broadway. And it, 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 Americans were just like, no, you gave us cats. This is a step too far. I mean, it flapped on Broadway. You, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, everyone's on roller skates. It's great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyway, back to fun. home. You know, the first time I can say I'm a proud of, of, of Americans. So <laughs> thank you for not accepting that. Um, but I feel like this show is so intimate and visceral and mm-hmm. affecting that I feel like it could very much work in uh, a film adaptation. Yeah. Uh, even though the last five years was a little um, cheapy at some shots, I felt like that was a really, I don't know, I was very interested and loved that uh, film adaptation. Oh my God, it was it was exactly what a film adaptation of the last five years needed to be. Exactly. It didn't try to like be anything more, anything less. Like, and I it was feel great. like Fun Home could do the same. Like yeah. it could re- definitely walk that line of like not being too much and not being too little. Yeah. And being beautiful and we need like a small intimate um, musical movie to show like, hey, musical movies like don't need to be this giant, crazy budget, like insanity. You know, we can have this small movie and have it be affecting and everything. And especially it would star a superstar. So hopefully it would get a major push. Jake Gyllenhaal is just so into musical theater. Yeah. Like he's he digs it. Like like he was in that Sunday in the Park with George revival. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He played George. And um, now he wants to do Fun Home. Hey. All right. And he did a little shop of horrors at encores with the you know Alan Green, my, mm, my green. Um, so I'm ex- yeah I'm excited, and you know obviously straight guy playing gay is you know but right. it, it wouldn't come about if he was not interested right. in producing it. So it's it's his passion, it's his right. passion project, and it's you know. also like he's playing a gay man, but he isn't a you know he's a hidden gay, like he's in the closet, he's married to a woman, he's a hidden gay, he's where, a hidden where gay. is he? It's not like he's. <laughs> It's not like he's like, where's Waldo? Right. It's not like he's out and just like living his gay truth. And so that would, I think, be a little bit more annoying if it was like a straight guy doing that. Yeah, I I get what you're uh, saying with that. But I I agree. Hopefully, Allison will be. I think, are there, who's a lesbian actress who would be a great um, Allison, do you think? Um, I don't know. I I mean, Oh, I guess she wasn't a lesbian. Was the Allison we saw a lesbian? Uh, Kate Schindel? No, she was not. She was absolutely. Oh, she's great. Kate she Schindel, Miss America. So good. Miss America, oh, nineteen ninety eight. And she was also in Legally Blonde, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I, I was just listening to that. Mm-hmm. What a great Belting show. Out that G. Oh, yeah. She is singing in that. It's oh, like, absolutely. I assume her Miss America talent was singing. Of course. Okay, yeah. <laughs> just making sure because she yeah. can sing her face off. Um, well, not to get off topic, but I am excited about this. Yeah. I'm optimistic. I love the show. I think it could translate well. I would love for Sydney Lucas, who played like child Allison, to play teen oh, Allison in the movie. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be great. Yeah. Be All fun. right. Well, I guess we're going to stay tuned for that musical, and you guys should stay tuned for more Two Game Ads after the break. Hi everybody, we're back. We are back. We it's are true. Back. Rested. Um, this we're back. This is the email my heart section of two game mats where you uh, email us questions and or comments mm-hmm. at two game mats at gmail.com to yes. spell T W O and we read them aloud or answer any questions you may have. We didn't get any um emails with questions over break. Yeah. because uh, you know, everyone assumed we were away, which, <laughs> which we, were. we were. Um so I'm gonna but we did get some nice emails. We got a message. First, I want to give a um shout out to our new um legendary. Oh, patron. don't say it. he doesn't want I, his. no, he doesn't want his name. 
him because yes. you know he's, he's maybe a little shy. Hey, maybe a little shy, but, or he wants to be anonymous. Like, yes, uh, like uh, um, like Beyonce's personal life. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to say that uh, the singer is Haley Reinhardt. Haley I Reinhardt. To, I want to put respect on Haley Reinhardt's name because yes. we're like Haley. Haley uh, something. Uh, <laughs> um, Haley Kyoko. Who? Um, uh, but no, we also got an email from Timeless Toddy. Okay. Um, and Timeless Toddy said, Hey, Matt, I enjoyed your best of 2019 list and your spirited debate on Judy reminded me of a connection to one of Matt Steele's other moments of the year. A while ago, you talked about the song Glasgow from the movie Wild Rose. The singer and actress from Wild Rose is Jessie Buckley, who got her start on one of Andrew Lloyd Webber musical theater reality shows in the UK. I love those shows. Her breakthrough moment came when she performed The Man That Got Away with Andrew Lloyd Webber commenting that her version measured up to Judy's. I need to listen to it. Um, <laughs> then in a beautiful first full circle moment, a mere 11 years later, Jesse went on to appear in Judy in the Judy movie as a Rosalind, Judy's as a Rosalind, Judy's assistant. The movie was a bit of a snooze to Timeless <laughs> Toddy. Sorry, Timeless Toddy. Um, <laughs> but she had a nice supporting role and she's definitely one to watch in the future. I agree. I thought her performance was lovely. And her, um, I didn't even put two and two together that the same actress who was Judy's assistant was the actress who sings Mary Steenburgen's future Academy Award winning song, um, Glasgow. Wow. She has a great voice, and I need to see Wild Rose now because I really liked her performance. Oh, wait. Have you not seen Wild Rose? You I have just not have seen Wild Rose. I just heard the song. Oh, I assumed you'd seen it. Yeah. Have you listened to the song yet? I haven't. I'm it's sorry. Sweet. It's I will sweet. You, it. You'll be like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, all right, if you, do you think it'll beat Spirit? No. <laughs> uh, I, I genuinely don't, but like, I would vote for it. That's nice. Um, and Timeless Toddy just wanted to say I really enjoy these pop culture connections so I thought I'd share as you guys are my go-to for latest happenings with your news for idiots. Thank Aww. you both for all the great content you've put out in 2019. Looking forward to more in 2020. Oh, so are we. That Timeless is a great Toddy. email to just kick off the new decade. Yeah. We love Timeless Toddy. So amazing. Love it. Love it. Um, so now we're at the last section of the show already. So fast. Guys. It's fast and furious, you know. Um, so we're going to talk about what has been giving us life. So Matt Steele, what has been giving you life in the past several weeks? Several weeks. I mean, I, real quick, I'm just going to shout out Cats again. Not not, <laughs> yes. cat, not Cats the movie, but the discourse surrounding Cats. I will say the joy I got from Cats was reading the reviews. Just... Like, Hilarious. Not just the reviews, but just the tweets, the videos, the Facebook posts, the just the the buzz in the air was just giving me so much life. It was so much fun. That video of that girl dancing around that movie theater. I did not watch cats, that. Like it was just yes. I followed her and I <laughs> and I and I tweeted her. I was just like, "You are my queen," and she followed. That's great. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, I just had so much fun. Whether you love the movie, whether you hated the movie, whether you wanted to die after the movie, it was so much fun experiencing that because you felt like you were really in a moment of his of pop culture history. No one will forget it. My other giving me moments of the past two weeks. Yes. I was not expecting to love this as much as I did. Okay. Greta Gerwig's little really. Ah! <laughs> in case you didn't see me, I just wow. rolled my chair back. What in do you mean? In case room. it's a podcast, Whatever. they definitely. Didn't. I rolled my chair back and spun it around. Greta Gerwig's Little Women wow. is truly, truly extraordinary. It wow. is such a delight. I oh my god! It 
the way she uses time and the way she makes the story nonlinear, she mm. starts it in the middle of the book and she just goes to the past, goes to the future, goes to, goes ba- it bounces back and forth. And in the beginning, you're just like, what is going on? Is this going to be emotionally effective? And by the end, you're like, Jesus, it was. Whoever wow. edited that movie, give them all the awards. I loved this adaptation of Little Women so much. Ugh. Being a woman must be great. <laughs> it, just made, it just made me think, like, God, women are great. Was it your favorite film adaptation of Little Women? Um, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are four major ones. There Ooh. are, of course, a bunch of other ones, yeah, yeah. like, in the ether. Um, I, I loved the way this... I think it was so effectively done, so creative, so different, while still feeling like such a classic. And wasn't she not nominated for Best Director at the Golden Globes? She wasn't, yeah. I mean, the movie did come out very late. Okay. Um. So, you know, there is a reason for that. I don't know if all the uh, Hollywood foreign press members mm. got to see it, you know, because so, the nominations came out literally a month ago. Um, so I'm not sure about that, but I'm glad it's getting its dues now. It, she won Best Director at the National Film Critics Association Awards all right. yesterday, or one of those critics uh, cat, um, groups. Um, Do you think she'll get an Academy Award nomination? She might. Okay. She very well could, especially because of the late release date. Yeah. It's very fresh in people's minds, and people love it. It's it's truly great. I would say I would say it's my third favorite film of the year. Wow. Maybe my second. Oh my god! But gosh. I think I might just put Parasite above it, just because Parasite is so unique and different. Yeah. Um, um, the farewell is still my favorite, but, but <laughs> you need to see this little women. Really? Like you, will just, you will just turn in the little white girl inside of you will just melt into a puddle. And you know, I've been off Taylor for the month of December. So I need a little, you need, need a little white to, girl to give the little white girl inside of me something. Yes. It's just a true delight. Florence Pugh is a star. Is she, she's your excellent. favorite performance in the film? Oh, she's good. Yeah. It's, okay. she's so excellent. All right. Um, Yeah. Oh, oh I, I went with my friend Libby and my friend Libby was just like, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why they just kept like going back and forth the timeline and, and everything. And I'm just like, it was I was like, Libby, <laughs> Libby, just drive me home. Just drive me, Libby, I, we can't talk Libby, about this. We can't talk about this. Just drive me home. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, it was truly, truly great. All right. I got to find a screen. Did you get a screener for that? I didn't. No, oh, I wanted so bad. I'll oh, find one. It just made me, I'm just. I'm just blushing. Okay, well, oh, my giving oh my God. you... And the professor, oh, the professor. He could insult my work any day. <laughs> <laughs> the professor bear. Oh, I was in love with him. Well, I'm glad you've fallen in love again. Okay, get to <laughs> He's your now DeMarco of the film. <laughs> I know he really is. Um, So my giving me moments this week, um, and I guess over the break entirely, I started streaming a show that is on Netflix now and ending in, I think, a few weeks. Uh, a show that I'd heard amazing things about, and I just never had gotten around to watching it. And The Good Place is such a joy. The Good Place. The Good Place. You're the Good Place. I am caught up. Like, it is a four season long network television show, and I am ready for the next episode because I've wow. gotten through three and a half seasons. It is so brilliant and so innovative and so interesting and smart and funny. Kristen Bell is so winning. The entire cast really just does. Amazing work. Um, I Darcy Carden on that show is so amazing. She plays like borderline a robot. Like she's like a human man- manifestation of like Google. She's like all knowing. If you have a question or want something in the good place, you just talk to Janet and Janet mm-hmm. pops up and it gives you whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was one episode, which I feel like was talked about a lot in which Janet had to play all of the other characters, like had to be Kristen Bell, had to be uh, Manny Jacinto and uh, Jamila Jamil and just everyone else in the cast. And she is so incredible. She has to win an Emmy for it. Okay. Like, it's just like, uh, 
I almost forgot that she wasn't all the characters. Uh Like, it just was so, so brilliant. I am so obsessed with the romance between Eleanor and Chidi and, like, what's happening with them. Mm -hmm. And Jamila Jamil is just so, and Manny Jacinta are just so incredibly funny. Like, they are... Like Manny Jacinto kind of plays like a dumb Joey from Friends-esque, like borderline brain dead guy from Mm -hmm. Florida. And he's just so much fun. And Jamila Jamil is just the biggest name dropper and like pretentious British lady. And I just am filled with so much love and warmth in watching it. It is thoughtful. It's interesting. And what a concept. Like, you know, obviously it begins right after all of them have died. And then they're being welcomed into the good place, which is like their version. It's not exactly heaven and hell, but people go to either a good place or the bad place and Mm -hmm. there are twists and turns there are jumps in time there are memories erased like it's just it is so um I don't know it's just like so inventive and so creative and so amazing that a network show is allowed to think outside of the box and what it's um the network is uh NBC NBC yeah the um the big brother podcast I listen to um also they both watch the good place and sometimes they get on like good place tangents and I'm always just like oh skip skip I mean start talking about big brother oh my god (laughs) I know but I guess I have to watch the good place but it truly is wonderful and joyous and I am so invested and I'm sad that I'm just now getting super into it and now it's almost over. <laughs> but I guess I am happy that I got to, you know, experience it all in once and all in a binge moment. Yeah. It's like, um, that's it. As you're eating your red velvet cake. Exactly. <laughs> I'm eating my red velvet cake and watching The Good Place. That was truly my break. So that's awesome. Thank you for carrying me through and thank you for making such an inventive show. Good Place producers, writers, and all cast. You're welcome. As a future <laughs> cast member, I say you're welcome. You're going to be in the cast member in the next four final episodes? Yeah. Oh, surprise. That, what if I was? That would be a surprise. Like, I'd be I furious that you didn't tell me you booked it and filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> what if I, like that time I was supposed to be in This Is Us and then wasn't? Um, if like I didn't tell you and then you were just watching This Is Us and like I was just there. I would love it. I'd be pissed you didn't tell me, but I would see you. <laughs> and you know, I would see you because you know I watch. Um, oh my God. So I guess that's it for the week. Yeah. Guys, thank you guys so much for listening and and uh, we love you. We'll be back next week with another brand new Two Game Mats podcast. Yeah, stay tuned for our cat review and our uh, Haley Reinhardt. Uh, yes, reviews. and also probably Selena Gomez album review because that Selena comes Gomez. out on Isn't Friday. Kesha coming out with an album soon. Oh, like, is that in album January. coming out? It's, I don't think it's. Maybe it's the following week. I don't. Okay, I need to look up when Kesha's comes out. But it is this month. We're gonna be busy, guys. Content, uh, content, 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 content. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll be back soon with more Two Game Mats. Bye. Bye. Bye.